You're listening to Dear Wayne State with Frankie and Chris. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Yep. Uh, today we have a special guest. It's not just Kristen and I this week. <laughs> We've extended our party. So welcome. Tell us who you are and what you do. Awesome. My name is Brandon Schmoon. I'm the coordinator of student engagement in the Dean of Students office um, here in the Student Center building. Uh, basically, I help plan with DOSO a lot of their large-scale student programs from Festival, Student Org Day, Homecoming Court, Alternative Spring Break Detroit program, um, really working with our student organizations and trying to actually now increase education for our student orgs and the resources that we offer to them. That's cool. Oh, wow. So how many student organizations are there? So we have 500 student orgs or so, and because we are on a rolling basis, we don't limit students on when they can register to become a student org. We have roughly 600 by the end of the academic year, and then we have them re-register again. So it fluctuates a little bit, but right now we have about 500, so with it being the summer, we'll get a few more, a few more, probably 100 in or so um, by, by fast to fall, um, and kind of go from there. So I have a question. When you say like increase education mm. for the student orgs, uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we are we are trying to do a better job on retaining our student organizations and the students in the org. So um, we make it very easy to start a student organization. All it takes is you and one other registered student, so two students in total. Whereas other school other schools require five to ten, uh, we just require two, and then. Once you're part of a student org, what does that mean? So reserving space in the student center, um, requesting student activity funding board funds, which is a different um, student-ran board where you can get uh, funds for your different programming and events, um, in addition to accessing our, our full-time coordinator, staff coordinators as resources, um, and then also making sure you know the resources that student organizations can utilize, such as our Get Involved platform, our Cork app um, for mobile devices. Um, what does it mean to become on the e-board of your student organization, what does it mean to become president, like how can we basically do a better job educating our students, uh, student organizations in that sense. Okay, really cool. Yeah. I'm always, I'm just always thinking too, because if you ever want to partner with the Academic Success Center, uh, I mean, give me a call. Yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I got all kinds of resources for students, <laughs> and yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, I have a zillion questions, but that one, this is the one that I wrote down while you were talking before. So can you tell us a little bit about Alternative Spring Break? Um, what is that? Um, and then how can students get involved if they're interested? I know it's like a while away. Like when can people sign up? Do you have to have a certain um, status like in school? I don't know how you, what do you even call that? Like junior, senior status or whatever? I feel like we're all always thinking about spring break. <laughs> for it, so it's always appropriate to talk about planning yes. spring break. Yeah. I would like to plan spring break. Yeah, for sure. So Alternative Spring Break Detroit, or ASBD for short, um, started about 17 years ago. So okay. it's one of our longest uh, lasting, I guess, traditions on campus, more wow. or less. Um, except it's not on campus, and it's actually in the city that we're in, in, the, in our backyard in Detroit. So um, kind of a little bit of history. Years and years ago, in the early 2000s, um, it was a student-ran program, and Dean Strauss, who's the dean of students here, um, noticed student orgs trying to fundraise for money um, to go to Atlanta, to go to L.A., Chicago, um, whereas a lot of other schools typically still do. It's an alternate break program. They go out to different cities. And he kind of saw it as, hey, why are you spending all this time fundraising to help other cities 
how about I support your program and mm-hmm. you stay in Detroit That's cool. in your backyard? Mm-hmm. So from there, ASBD Detroit came in to play. And so we have a, a budget where students pay a, a, a small fee um, that covers the program during spring break. It's a five-day, four-night inclusive program. It is overnight. You can't work during spring break. You can't do other experiences. Um, all you have to do is be taking one registered class, one oh, registered wow. credits, actually during the winter semester. So you don't have to be a junior, senior. You can be a graduate student, PhD, freshman, uh, as long as you can one credit. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I was a grad, I have done it. So this past year, we've had 53 students, which almost doubled from last year. Wow. We had 32 last year or so, this year we had okay. 53, okay. which consisted of two uh, student coordinators who helped me starting in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been on the program for at least one academic year, or one at least one year. Um, we had 10 site leaders, which um, they were paired up, and we had five different sites, and then each site had 10 groups, or wow. 10 students, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so we stay at a local church uh, near on Jefferson in Indian Village. It's okay. Jefferson Presbyterian Church is where we stayed at this past year. Okay. Um, and we're housed there, and they we have all of our food, and like our reflections are all there. They sleep there. We pull up some sleeping bags, some yeah. mattresses. There's a basketball court. It's really fun time. That's so cool. Um, and... We do different sites throughout the week, so different throughout the days during the week. So in the morning, we do one big group's um, volunteer experience. Mm-hmm. So we've gone to um, the Greening of Detroit. We did a Ruth Ellis Center. We've done Bees in the D, a whole bunch of different that things. That is right behind my house. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all over. So like yeah. we've done a lot uh, during the morning. So there's four morning uh, sessions, and then in the afternoon, the groups break out, and they go to their different sites and to volunteer in different capacities, whether it's uh, urban gardening or uh, farming. They do some tutoring of students. Um, really want to make make sure they're not just doing paperwork. We want to sure. make sure they're having a lasting impact on the community organization they're a part of mm-hmm. um, for that day. And then they come back in the evening and they do um, a reflection okay. with themselves. And then from there it goes into a group reflection of all 53 students um, together. So we're pretty intentional about the program, pretty intentional about how the reflection goes. They get to try out really good food mm-hmm. because it's planned by me and some students <laughs> for the food part. Um, and we, we tried to not, you know, we don't go to Hopcat for food. We don't go right. to the big places. We're going to these little mom and pop shops, more or less, um, that are only in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, we did expand out to Highland Park because Ruth Ellis was out there sure. this year, which we thought was still appropriate for yeah. our mission and our vision for the program. Um, and it's an awesome program. The application uh, comes out. Roughly in January or so, like I said, all you need is one credit to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. There is a small fee, like I said, but um, don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. If, that's a, if that's an issue, let me know. Um, and we did have 115 applicants this year. Cool. We based it on it. We had to do an interview process because there's only so many seats. Oh, my gosh. We might open that's it up awesome. to a bit more. Um, we tried a new uh, home location this year at the church. It's a brand new uh, church we tried out. Okay. Um, and... The church obviously is not affiliated with any religion or anything. It's where we stay at, so don't yeah. let that discourage you either. Um, but it's a super awesome program. I'm an alum of it from six years ago, 2013, yeah. and it's really good to be back here coordinating the program. And it's it's truly a student-ran experience. I'm just here to process the paperwork and yeah. the checks and whatnot. Congratulations. So, thanks, thanks. Yeah. That's a big deal. I love programs on campus that basically anyone can be a part of. Mm-hmm. You just have to sign up and want to do it. Exactly. That's great. And you get to you come out of the experience with at least uh, I should say at least ten new friends, if not fifty two other friends. Yeah. Uh, we did an assessment this year, and a hundred percent of students said they would do it again. That's cool. 
That's yeah. great. That's like so, rare. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like awesome. camp with a purpose. Exactly. Because I love camp. Like, yes. I loved camp when I was a kid. I was a camp counselor. I just, that was my job. My dream job was to be a camp counselor when I was younger. And so this is like camp with an amazing purpose. And I love that. Because one of my dreams is to also do adult summer camp one day in some capacity. I'll have to pull you in. You can help out. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, I, have you I seen those to. adult summer camps? Yes. Not to veer off, but they look sweet. They I'm trying to do that. look amazing. Yeah, they look like so oh, much fun. Oh, looks like so we have something to add to our list. <laughs> Looks like we're gonna be doing that. Add a service component. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brandon, as a alumnus, is that right? Alumnus. I have issues with the end of words, which is almost that happens almost alumnus. every alumnus. podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> What's the end word to this? Um, anyway, how? So two. This is a double question. So like, how has your student experience impacted your? Um, now academic staff experience and then like what's your favorite part about what was your favorite part about Wayne State as a student and then now as an academic staff um, person awesome. yeah so something Sorry, I, I didn't mention in my intro so yeah so like Kristen said I am an alum from 2014 I received my bachelor of arts in romance language with a focus in Spanish um, with a dual degree in Bachelor of Arts in Education with a focus in Spanish as well, so minor in English as second language. Ooh. So Spanish and teaching and ESL was <laughs> yeah. my vision, mm -hmm. and then I found out it was a wonderful world of higher ed. Mm -hmm. So I got my, my, my grad degree from Grand Valley in, in higher ed administration, and now I'm here. But between when I graduated five years ago and now, um, I worked at Grand Valley in housing for two years, and mm -hmm. I also worked at the University of California, Santa Barbara, um, as a coordinator of the Middle Eastern Cultural Center and counselor for um, the EOP department, which is like TRIO. Um, so I had about five years to kind of break away from Wayne State, but not mm -hmm. too far. And then when I had the opportunity to come back, um, I think that my student experiences, because I was vice president here of student government, mm -hmm. of student senate, um, I was very actively involved in other um, areas on campus with Street Squad and whatnot. I think it really helped me develop professionally, develop, get different experiences at different institutions. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back, I was still able to not necessarily dwell on those experiences mm -hmm. as a student, but mm -hmm. really as a professional in transition and not be seen still as a student, mm -hmm. more or less, while I'm here. And I had a gap to transition myself to my current role. Um, but I think it definitely has helped. I, just, I mean, I had a learning curve and in, in, in more or less of like the onboarding. I knew a lot of people here already. When I was a student here, Olmsley wasn't here, mm -hmm. um, which is great that it's here now. But it's like learning about the new staff and new new uh, initiatives on campus and whatnot. But I did definitely, it definitely helped me um, being already a student here to like kind of get one, like jump ahead more or less. Um, sure. So that was that part. And then my favorite place on campus and as a student and then now, so... I had a lot of time in this. The student center was a completely different building mm -hmm. uh, five years ago. So the third floor of the student center was my place to be mm -hmm. in a student center office. Um, but I also really like just the Fountain Court area. And even that looked different. So mm -hmm. Fountain Court went under a renovation years ago too. Um, and just being outside and the the fall colors and, and the leaves and whatnot was, was my great experience. But I I don't like winter, so it was hard to come back to Michigan, but yeah. <laughs> my love for Detroit and for the university really helped me out, and now, um, although I'm in an office on the third floor of a student center, I still like to go out and just walk about and get lunch around campus, there's so many different people that I'm still learning, and new students that I'm um, being introduced to and whatnot, which is awesome, so 
Cool. Hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, no, it did. Less, so. yeah, it yeah, it did. It really did. I'm, I'm super, I'm excited to have you. I know you've been here for like already a couple minutes, but I'm just really happy to have you here. This is good information, not just for students, but pretty for us. I mean, I think I've learned a bunch of new stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. we don't, my office is kind of isolated because I feel like I'm in the back corner hidden in the library mm -hmm. a lot. And yeah. I wish sometimes that we were in the student center so that we were closer with other offices mm -hmm. like Omzi and Doso and could uh, communicate a little bit more easily face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. Email can be difficult yeah. um, for sure. You just reminded me that the fountain court, it used to be like a concrete yeah. Kind of jungle out yeah. there. It, it was, was just not my favorite. A huge like slab yeah. of it was yeah, it wasn't the friendliest place to hang out all the time. And it was kind of like sunken. Yeah, like yeah. it was kinda of like you go in it's like a uh, cathedral. Yeah. Not, that's not the right word. Um shoot. What's what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like this and like you watch people fight on the inside in the circle. Oh, like a gladiator. Yeah, but like where do gladiators fight? Oh my god. It was like an arena. It was an arena. Yeah, it was definitely blocked Coliseum. off. Coliseum. Only Coliseum. Yeah, like Coliseum. Uh, we had only uh, some entrances. Words are hard. So. Yeah. I think too, like all of us had the experience of going away and coming back or working or studying at different institutions. Yeah. And somehow we ended up back at Wayne like in the end so um, sometimes we talk about things that are uniquely Wayne State so with your perspective because I've heard really great things about Grand Valley mm -hmm. um, and California is obviously really it's beautiful amazing, yeah. too but um, what do you think is like unique to Wayne State as opposed to other places mm -hmm. so right off the bat I mean, this might be an easy answer, more or less, but it's the diversity. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I mean, at GV, at Grand Valley, um, they, I mean, there's some things they do a little bit better than, than us, I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of it is because there's not there's not the diversity there, and there's not other issues that arise mm -hmm. that, that are there, and they have it more or less easier, in a sense, because they don't have to talk, think about those issues because mm -hmm. their populations are different. Um and I think Wayne State is becoming is is doing a bit better job uh, now with different initiatives on showcasing diversity and um, taking steps to improve their resources for underrepresented students mm -hmm. and things like that as well. So, um, as you as you all know, hopefully, is Wayne State's the most diverse campus in Michigan. Right. Um, I always like to say that Wayne State has the most or one of the most Middle Eastern student populations yeah. in the country. Yeah. Um, just how we're located and whatnot. And that's something that I like hold dear to um, and trying to reach out to those students. So um, although California has its oceans and yeah. they're a Hispanic serving institution as well yeah. over at in UCSB, um, I think we, we don't, we're not, we don't have a title to signif like signify that we are HSI or MSI or yeah. HBC or whatever it may be, but we are all of that in a sense because we're not just focusing on one population, we're focusing on all different diverse aspects of our student population yeah. and our staff and our instructors as well. <laughs> so. That being said, um, I'm really looking forward to festival. Yeah, yeah. festival's so my favorite day. Okay. So I have kind of an announcement, but not really. Yes! This is the first year I've, I've been um, helping to coordinate like our tutor and SI training okay. for the last like, I don't know, five years. This is the first year we are going to let the tutors and SI leaders go to festival. Okay, awesome. And usually they can't really go. They can go on lunch. But we're trying Yay. to build it into our training good, somehow. Good. 
So um, part of what they're going to be doing, and I don't mind talking about this, is like a scavenger hunt or like a resource grab. So can you talk about some of the like highlights of festival and sure. what we can kind of look forward to? So festival, if you don't know, it's one of the biggest events on campus. Mm -hmm. It's held right in the center of campus on Gullen Mall and Fountain Court. It's the wrap-up, essentially, of our Orientation Part 2 festivities, which is geared towards our new incoming students, primarily first-year students, but of course we invite our transfer students as well. Mm -hmm. And it's on Tuesday, August 27th, is when festival is from 11 to 2, uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, but the day before is when our new students actually come on and they go through a keynote session, they have success sessions mm -hmm. through um, Academic Success Center and whatnot, and then they do a picnic over at the Tom Adams Fields. Um, they get some uh, presentations on uh, consent and Title IX training and things like that. And then usually the campus activities team wraps it up with a movie over um, in Keith's Commons, but this year we're trying to put it out at Tom Adams Fields. Okay. So some uh, sneak peek. Mm -hmm. And then festivals the next day after your student convocation, which involves the Board of Governors and the President right. and whatnot. Um, so we're going to be more intentional this year, hopefully, on... Placing student organizations, so last year when I came in uh, June, I had a like, planned festival right away, and it was kind of like, this is what we did last year, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> this year I have some more time to think and brainstorm a plan. Um, we have uh, Ryan Mitchell in the Dean of Students office, is our, um, he's going to be working with our fraternity and sorority life, so he's working with them. I'll be working with other student organizations and departments. Ricardo in our office works with faculty and staff relationships with student organizations and student life, so he'll be helping me with like learning communities and departments in the dean's tent and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, festival should be a really fun time. Um, we're going to have a lot of food. We expect over 4,000 people to attend, like usual. All of our student organizations are usually out there. Hopefully it's um, warm. Hopefully it's yes. warm. Uh, we can't have festival if it's raining. Right. We don't have a rain date that set. That happened uh, a couple, couple years ago. A couple years ago. A couple yeah. years ago. So Man, we can't that was have the worst. it. That was so sad. Wasn't it like super windy and all the tents went flying? I remember. I thought like the tents. Like... That was at uh, homecoming last year too. Oh okay. Yeah. All and, the days, all the fun days, mm -hmm. the rain. Mm -hmm. So a festival can't happen without student volunteers. So I oversee the legacy leader group, which we is roughly ninety student volunteers, and you get some awesome swag. Uh, last year, the students at Volunteers Legacy Leaders got lunch and breakfast, of course, but also the the sesquicentennial jerseys, mm. the student oh, warrior jerseys. Yeah. So, so uh, look out starting July 1st is when our Legacy Leader applications open up, and you can check that out on the DOSO website, doso.way.edu, of course. Okay. And then from festival, we usually have Student Org Day, which is two, years, two weeks later, um, but we might be changing Student Org Day up, so that's just stay tuned for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. I like student day too. Yeah. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, now we're gonna talk about you as a person. Woo, because woo. we you're also a human. And I am not just a Wayne State worker. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about like what do you do for fun? Um, and also what are you listening to right now? You can give us some like music, yeah. or podcasts, or, or both. all the things. Yeah. This podcast, um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Shows that you're watching. Um, what? Oh, oh, one that's good. Self care. Like, what do you do for self care? Yeah, okay. I mean, if you have like restaurant you've been to, like, yeah. like things in Detroit going on this summer. Yeah, that yeah. You're into. for sure. We love local stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So about me. So about me. What about me? Well, it's a hard one. <laughs> so I live downtown uh, in Campus Marshes, which I don't mind saying. So you probably see me out and about if you're uh, down there or in some students sometime. But it's really awesome. 
right next to like the ice skating rink in the winter, right next mm -hmm. to the concerts in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, I live right across from Checker Bar, so I, I love going upstairs. Off World is my yeah, favorite. Yeah, going Mondays, half off pizza. Nice. So good. That's my self-care. I love hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Um, all of my friends are Middle Eastern. Um, I have a small, like being uh, queer myself, I have, uh, or gay, I guess I can just say, uh, I have a lot of Middle Eastern uh, queer friends that I like to uh, reach out to because the community is small, mm -hmm. um, a little bit bigger than other places, of course. So I have a lot of students or a lot of friends, I'm sorry, that uh, that I reach out to just like as support, and that's like it helps me with self care mm -hmm. and reaching out with them and just like making sure that we're all we're all in this together. We all mm -hmm. have the connection, good group. So um, that's that's me. Like we like to like, hanging out. Um, we went to River Days past weekend. Yes, River Days so, was crazy. That was really fun. Yeah. Did you go to like the world's largest food truck? I was there the day before, technically. Okay. I okay. walked around. It was really cool. Um, it was cool. I didn't have a chance to see Brandy. I guess Brandy was performing. Yeah, we left oh. right. As we were like waiting for her, and she came out 15 minutes late, which is not a big deal. Like, but we have been there. The Brandy. Yeah. Wow. We've been there for a while, so we we're like, all right, let's listen to like one or two songs, then we get to go. Yeah. Like all of our allergies were like oh, yeah. acting Terrible up. Allergies. It was. Uh, I was at my friends in Canada a Sunday, and we were watching River Days from across <laughs> the nice. river. And I was like, "What is this? What are all these boats and yeah. tents?" And so we it were googling it. Like on our phones, we're like, "Oh, it's <laughs> but I heard that the Canadian side was more fun because it had rides and stuff." Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe on the. I think we have it. Uh, further, further down, down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When I was a kid, it was called the Freedom Fest. Mm. I don't know. Is it called River Days in Windsor too? I don't know. If it's called in Windsor, but I know that it's the time when when we connect with Canada. Yeah, and like we become, we're like we're all one together. Yeah, so what they should do, and this is if anybody hears this podcast and you want to jump on this i think i've said it before instead of hands across america let's do hands across canada yeah. how cool would that be if we just like held hands from wayne state all the way to like university of windsor or something yeah. oh my yeah. gosh yeah. partner yeah what if we did that oh. you heard it here first if it happens yeah. i have friends who work at the university of windsor so it? yeah let's make sweet. that happen that'd be so fun awesome. that we would, would get out the we have connections with sure. them i mean yeah we do like partnerships with some aspects okay windsor we're Calling to you. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It'll be sweet. But another thing that I mean I like to do is travel, which I didn't really say much earlier, but um I used to live in Spain. Mm -hmm. Um I love traveling and going to Colombia next month. Woo woo. So just to practice some Spanish with friends and whatnot and just check out different places. So that's another big thing for self care for me is just doing me. Yeah. Checking us again. Are you going to have a view for the fireworks tonight from your place? I'm not, unfortunately. No. My build, I live on the sixth floor and I kind of face inward. So I can oh. see some of Cadillac Square yeah. and like some of Roasting Plant area, but yeah. I can't, I'm not high enough to see the fireworks. Oh, so you're going to go outside? I might. Yeah. If I can get home, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't have a car, so you just take the queue line, but I heard it's going to stop early and it's. I don't know. I might just have to walk. It's gonna <laughs> stop early. The queue line is gonna stop. I think it's five or six. Didn't we get a queue line for this reason? Sorry, not yeah. coming for the queue line we right now. Like the queue line in our group. The busiest. Sorry, we're having a huge event downtown, and they're shutting down the public transportation. The thing that takes the people. What the suburbs even? To, yeah. To the that, I have the same views as y'all. I mean, I use it because. I mean, I think I prefer the DDOT bus, yeah. or I take the Mogo bike, yeah. or I will take a bird for sure. Yeah, but um, or walk. I'm but start the Q line sometimes is there. Oh yeah, I love roller skating. Yeah. But I, mean, I got stranded a few times with the Q line. Uh, but it happens. It I happens. got kicked off once, oh. and I had bought a pass on my phone. 
And then I was coming back oh, from yeah, a tire oh escape. Yeah. yeah, and I quit. The app froze. And you quit it, show. And I quit it, show, and I got kicked out. Oh no! They <laughs> should just let you stay. But I was with my to... husband, and his worked in there. Yeah, That's it so was. Silly. A and I think they try to target day. certain people. Honestly, like if you. I mean, I've been on it where they haven't even asked me, um, or if like you look like you're like a local or yeah. you know what you're doing, they won't yeah. ask. Which then, if you're like a sub, sub of the night or person, yeah. like they'll sure. be more intentional about. And it usually happens like right around like game days right. or like after work or whatnot. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. What? Um, so, what are you watching or listening to, or both? So okay. <coughs> or reading. So I'm excited. I'm gonna try. I used to really be into Big Brother. Yeah. on CBS okay. um, I haven't watched it like last season so I'm, I think it starts like in a couple of days okay. but it's three days a week so it's kind of hard to watch that yeah um, so I'm going to try to catch on that um, I've been listening to Christine and the Queens I don't know if you know who that is but oh. she's a singer I think she's from France okay um, I do know who that is. Yeah. She performed Chris, on the um, finale of Drag Race. She did. And so we Googled she her. Because it was, was very so good. I was so excited oh, about that. Yeah. I drag, oh, she's awesome. Okay. Um, and Billie Eilish. Um, I just yeah. like, connected her stuff. Everybody loves she her. Yeah. Eilish right um, yeah. She had that one commercial during like the holiday time that was, um, it was like an iTunes commercial. It was really sweet about the girl who would draw these things and, and she felt like she, she wasn't I don't good have enough. People. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, so, it was, I don't oh. care about either. Oh. Really yeah, she poured her cable student loans. <laughs> <laughs> shout out but, to my student loans. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to those student loans. Also, if you're a super fan of podcasts, and not to divert from this one, but yeah. to live good. to live and die in LA, it's true crime. It's oh, yeah, okay. it's um, true stories. Oof. It's I mean, it's sad, yeah. but it's like you, it sucks you in. And I was I found out about it from being in an Uber in LA. Okay. Um, to live and die in LA. Um, super good, but it's like I said, it's like super serious. Um, but it's so good. And then TV shows, basically Netflix. Um, I really haven't found something I, uh, that I've been really addicted to more recently. I never really got into like Game of Thrones or anything. I know that just ended and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want to start po- poise or yes, pose, pose, pose. Um, I haven't started that yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to check that out and just. If you have any recommendations, I'm on the third floor. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Good. Um, so, quick announcement. It's Frankie's birthday. Oh, yes. Woo! Happy birthday, Happy Frankie. Birthday. Thank you. The big Woo-hoo! three, two. Nice. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So good. What? Do you feel yeah. like a two? 32. I guess I'm trying to remember that age is really a number in your head. And um, I do want to say something on my birthday that has been my theme this year. Be nice to your baby selves because mm-hmm. a lot of people online like post photos of themselves when they're little or like make fun of them and talk mm-hmm. badly and ugh, you have to be nice to your little child self because I think of like someone saying something mean to my niece who's like six years old mm-hmm. and that makes me mad. So yeah, mm-hmm. I wish I was nicer to myself when I was 10 years old mm-hmm. and I wish I would have told myself then how much I would have loved like being thirty-two. Yeah. So. Snaps it up. That's yeah. It's a good birthday. It's a good birthday thought. Love that. Um. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Brandon. Of course. Thanks for, for having me. It was great to have you. Seriously. Super awesome. Anytime Super you want to come back, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Um. We will be back next week for sure. Yep. Take a little break in July for a second. Yeah. 
I'm going to take a break for a little while. we got a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. um, professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got a lot to do before the semester gets started in the fall. We're going to have yeah. a big, like, like out. coming roll out, out party yeah, reveal. Roll out. Like, yeah. Roll out. Yeah. yeah. Debut. Debut. So tell your friends. Yeah. Um, visit us at... At Dear Wayne State on Instagram, DearWayneState at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much, Peace guys. Out. See ya. Bye.